Hey y'all, this is Dick Darren from StraightHustling.com. Are you a hunter or just like to target shoot and have a good time? Then you need to check out Freedom Munitions. You can find a link to Freedom Munitions at the bottom of StraightHustling.com. I can't say enough good stuff about Freedom Munitions. It's where I buy my own ammo, great prices, you buy directly online, and it's shipped to your doorstep. It doesn't get any better than that. You can sign up for their email specials and check out their brass buyback program. So please click the link at the bottom of our site, straighthustling.com, takes you directly to Freedom Munitions, and get your hustle on. Let's get on with the show. Hi, this is Cecil from Myrtle Man on the Straight Hustling Show. Just listen to us. We have a good time, good show. These are good people. Listen to them. They'll help you learn Hustling back in the headquarters. This is Dick Darren, Money Mike, and Stu. What, what, what? What's going on? Back off the NRA convention. Just talked to Bandit. We got Cecil now, the owner of Welcome to Myrtle Manor, the owner of the trailer park. We're going to get the history, what's going on, get the scoop, how we got started. How many tornadoes we hit that trailer park? Do we know? Probably none in South Carolina. (laughs) Well, Chuck Norris was spotted twice in the area, so. So let's get Cecil on here, see what's happening. Y'all ready to talk to Cecil and a Welcome to Myrtle Manor show? You know we are, baby. Let's get our hustle on. Let's do it. Let's get our hustle on. Yeah, I'm trying to reach Cecil. Uh, please call me, please. This is Dick Darren with Straight Hustling. Okay, hold on just a second, Dick. Hey, my man. Hey, how you doing, Cecil? I'm doing good. How about you? Great, man. I got uh, myself and uh, Money Mike and Stu here to talk to you. Okay. Hey, Cecil, how you doing, brother? Hey, I just want to tell you, thank y'all for inviting me down to the premiere uh, party y'all had a couple weeks ago down there. That was awesome. Man, we were just glad you could make it. We just had a blast. We just had so many fans, and, you know, we, we tried to see all of them, but I think we missed one or two, but it just kept coming and kept coming, and <laughs> we were just so surprised at so many people coming. Yeah, I don't think y'all missed too many. Oh, yeah. We try hard. We work real hard. I was amazed at all the traffic that just comes in and out of that place. There's so many people coming in there to see you guys, and man, it's really cool. Well, it, it's amazing. Saturday, we had over 900 people through here. And uh, Sunday, we just opened after church and stayed open about 5, and we had about 600 people yesterday. And the day's been a little quiet. Spring break's over with. The last two weeks have been spring break down here, and it's just been tremendous. I mean, we've had some of the best days we've had at our merchandise store and people coming through, and it's Tangles have been doing good, and you know, been out meeting and greeting, and we you're just meeting so many people, you know, and, and that's what makes it fun. And people that come here want to come here and happy to be here. Yeah, and we like that. We like that. That that's the part that just is so good. I see the season four. You're gonna have to get a trailer where you do the church service out of it at the park. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. Well, we got we got three more episodes this season, and then I think season four. But the things we hear, and you know, they won't tell you anything because after the season ends. But it's looking good. Our numbers are just fabulous. Usually, your numbers and ratings the first show of the season the best one, and ours has gone up every week since the first show, and the first show wasn't bad. 
But, uh, you know, just like last week, we picked up 80,000 viewers and just, you know, and, and it's just looking great. I mean, it's just, uh, it's a feel good thing. You know, you don't know what to expect. And then the numbers come out. We're in the top 100 last week. And, uh, you know, we're just blessed everywhere we look, everywhere we turn. It's just, it's just amazing. Yeah. Can you give a look, can you give us a little history on how the, uh, on the actual property and how the show got started and how it, how the actual property evolved over the years? Sure, be glad to. Well, the, it's a it's a long story, but I'll make it short. My grandfather bought some property out here, six acres, in 1923. In fact, he owned a city. He owned the city block in the city of Myrtle Beach with a house on it, but he couldn't grow anything, so he traded that city block. It's probably worth a hundred million dollars a day for six acres of land out here in the country with nothing on it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and in 1936, my dad added 19 acres to it for 318 dollars. And, uh, you know, and, and we farmed it. I mean, we were way out in the country when I was a little boy, and we raised beans and, and peas and, you know, watermelons, and uh, we would load produce on a wagon, and we'd go up town on Saturday and sell it during the season, though. And uh, then we started raising hogs, and uh, one day we just decided to, to put a mobile home out here. In fact, Barbara and I, my wife, moved in the first one, and uh, we, we uh, stayed there a while, and my grandmother wanted one. We put her own one, and then we started renting one, and we started – adding a lot at the time that we got 120 and that was in the late 60s and uh you know when we started renting lots at least i think the first year we rented for 25 dollars a lot and they're 260 dollars a month now but uh about four years ago i was down in new orleans on a road trip and motor home barbara and i and becky called me and she said dad there's some guy here that wants to do a reality tv show in the park it says what to do i said don't do nothing don't you sign nothing don't you read it <laughs> you know? you know, i mean who, who what kind of idiot would want to do a reality show in a, in a park and uh so she called me back the next day and she said dad this guy's back and says i think he's serious i said well i'll be home in about a week i mean they can fly down here and meet me we'll talk or we'll talk when they get back but i said go ahead and talk to him so she called me back in about four hours. She said, Dad, this guy is really real. They are serious about this thing. So when I got back, they flew in, and we sit down and talked. And and I, and I just couldn't get in my mind, you know, what kind of show they would do in a mobile home park other than make us look like a bunch of idiots or something, you know. You think the worst of things when people come knocking on your door like that. Yeah. You, know, you know they want to make money out of it, and they're going to do whatever they can to do it. And uh, so when I sat down, and they went and did a little video around town, of kind of like what they wanted to do. And, and their primary thing was to make it in this park here, but also highlight the Grand Strand and the Myrtle Beach area. And he said, you know, Cecil, you don't realize this thing's going to go all over the whole world. And I said, oh, man, ain't no way in the world this trailer park going to be over the whole world. And so I, I went down the next day and talked to the mayor and the city council. And I said, look, these, these guys want to do a TV show here in the park. And they're going to come, and they're going to go, and i got to stay here. And I said, if the city of Myrtle Beach don't want to do it, then I'll just leave it alone. And so we met with it for a while, and they said, why not? I mean, if they're going to do that, and we're going to get the publicity. So the city, out of the kindness of their hearts, declared us a film district, which meant that we didn't have to get permits and inspection and everything to build sets and designs and all, which just uh, helped a bunch. Oh, that's great. And, uh, you know, so I come back and told the guys, you know, two days, we met the next week, and I said, well, I, I'm really thinking real good about it. And they said, look, if you'll do this thing, said, we're going to create about 50 jobs here, and we're going to drop several million dollars in the economy. And, you know, four years ago, nobody was creating jobs, and nobody was spending any money. 
And I said, you know, if they're going to do that, I mean, that can't be nothing but a plus. Yeah. And so uh, they did that. And two of the contractors that helped build the sets back this, both of them told me, said, man, you saved my business. I was on the verge of going under, and this was what I needed to keep me going. And so they, they unloaded and came in here, and we started filming in, in uh, uh, August of that year. And, uh, you know, golly, I learned so much and met so many people. And, uh, you know, it, it's just unreal. And it's gone from that to, you know, it's just a, a perfect example. I had one of those aha moments today. I, I was in the hospital a while back, had some foot surgery, an outpatient in the in hospital, and the bill was messed up. So I called, and, of course, I'm here at Myrtle Beach, and the people handle bills in Dearborn, Michigan. And so I was talking to the girl there, and she said, you live in Myrtle Beach? I said, I sure do. She said, you ever heard of that Myrtle Manor? <laughs> I, I said, do you watch that show? She said, oh, yeah. I said, man, I watch it every week. I said, would, would you believe you're talking to the owner? And she flipped out. She was yelling to everybody in that office, and I must have talked to them for 10 minutes, you know. And uh, that that's just one of those, you know, awards that you get that you don't expect. It lets you know you're doing good. Did you give yeah. your bill free? Oh yeah, and, and and you know just everywhere you go, I mean you know we we went to Hollywood Christmas, did the Hollywood Christmas parade, and it was just amazing that how many people knew us. We were walking through LAX and ran across a family with Myrtle Manor shirts on. Oh wow! You know, and, yeah, and they recognized you know, and, and that's pretty neat when you see your shirts you know three thousand miles away, oh, and yeah. the people know who you are, and uh, that that's the good benefit. We just see so many people and have such a good time and. And Becky just has a blast. And, you know, we got 18 cast members on this show. And uh, we're, we're the biggest uh, reality show, uh, character-wise, of any show on TV. And, uh, and that's kind of different. So we reach the whole range from young people to the older people. I mean, we get the kids out here that like it, and we get the 80-year-olds that like it. I mean, it's, oh, just, yeah. it's been unreal. Last week, we had five families from England here. You oh know, wow! They came here to see Myrtle Manor. That's, that, cool. that's the thing that blows my mind. Yeah, when I was there, I saw a lot of out-of-state license plates, and like you were saying, a wide range of ages. I've seen from kids eight, nine, ten years old to adults that were forty, fifty years old. Such it covers such a vast array of ages. You know, it's, it relates to so many people. So cool. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, we we cover the full range, and and, and they like it. I mean, it's just. It's just so amazing, you know, and, and, and the one thing that, that we get is, you know, a couple of weeks ago we had a lady out here and she says, you know, this is my last trip to the beach. And I was talking, I said, what do you mean this is your last trip to the beach? She says, well, I'm dying and I wanted to see Myrtle Manor before I died. And you talk about something that will humble you. Right, you know, yeah. and, and what do you say? God, you just want to come see Myrtle Manor before you die? <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, and we gave that lady a T-shirt. Yeah, you just don't think of things like that. And, and you know, one of the most amazing things to me is we get all this prison mail now. They tell me when you make the big time, the prisoners start writing you. Well, we made the big time because <laughs> we get a lot of mail from a lot of prisoners and things. And I mean, it's just. You know, I'm sure it's interesting Brittany, reading yeah. all of them. And, I mean, you know, our, our Facebook pages and Twitter things are just going through the roof. I mean, it's just unbelievable. So is your prison mail from cast members that were in jail? And uh... <laughs> Well, no, I don't think they've written us, you no? know. Uh, you know, that, of course, Amanda's here. She was the one that was in there, and she's here, and, and uh, you know, everything's fine. But, no, most of it's coming out of Indiana and New Mexico. I don't know why those two states are so popular. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, from one from one end to the other end, but uh, you know, but but we hadn't had any problem with our cast members getting in jail since the first season. <laughs> the first season thing, we in the third one now, and everybody's trying to behave themselves. Yeah. You know, 
people are going to be people and things are going to happen. Yeah, got to have a good time. I went to the bank Saturday morning, came back, and there were three police cars sitting in the driveway. I said, my God, what's going on? <laughs> and, and I get out, and I said, who's in trouble? They said, nobody here. We're trying to find somebody's brother, and we know that his sister lives here. I said, okay, that's cool. Oh, wow. you know, but, but, you know, it just scares you when you turn the corner, and there sits three police cars in your driveway. I thought they were escorting you with all that money you've made. Oh, Lord. I, I wish I made a tenth of the money that people thought I made. But now, don't get me wrong. It, it's worth the effort. But, I mean, you, oh, know, yeah. you go down there, you know, we put in long days. You know, right. days but, you know, if you make money, you it, you know, it, it's 730 at night and you out here working. That yep. means you're working to make money. And, and that's what it takes. You know, there's no substitute for work. And, and work, the more you work, the more money comes to you. You know, and and it's just it's just blessings. But we but we do well. I mean, you know, I, they they tell us every year so next year is going to be the year you make the big money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what people don't really realize on a reality show or our reality show, the only time they pay you is when you got a microphone on. You know, and and if you don't have a mic on, and you know, you might work every day one week, and it might be two weeks before you work again. If you could work every day the way they pay you and do that for about six, eight months, you'd have some money. But, oh, yeah. but that's not that's not the way it works. But but it's very worthwhile. You know, I've worked for a lot less money. Yeah, <laughs> right. <my life. laughs> we we call it we call it hustling here on the Straight Hustling Show. You know, when when we're out here yeah. grinding and, and and working day and night just to, you know, and weekends and everything, it's it's what it takes. It takes an extra effort. You can't just uh, you know uh, sit back and expect anything to come. No, there's no easy way. I mean, hustling's the right thing. I mean, you know, uh, I've, I've hustled all my life. I retired 15 years ago. And you're still hustling. <laughs> and you're still hustling. That's what I'm talking about. And I'm, and I'm still hustling, trying to get it. You know, I worked down in the Merchandise store yesterday. We got out of church at the quarter to 11, and at 11, 10, I was down there, and I walked back in the house about 6, 15 last night. Yeah, man. And, and uh, and, and that's every day. I mean, yeah. you know, we open it open at nine in the morning, and of course it was raining here today. We closed a little bit early. We closed about five thirty, but usually we stay open as long as people are coming. They yeah. said, "What time do you close?" I said, "As long as people come, we'll take your money." <laughs> how uh, <laughs> how many how many trailers do you rent now in the lot? We don't have we don't rent any here at all. We have a hundred and twenty, and all of them are owner occupied. Oh, okay, you rent the spaces. We rent the spaces. That that's why this park is so neat and so clean, and I think it's one of the things that drew. You know TLC and Jupiter Entertainment to us because it was so neat. Yeah, right. And uh, you know when you got all owners and no renters, they they're going to take care of you. There's a lot of pride in ownership, and and most people that live in trailers are working class of people, my kind of people. Yeah. And uh, we've probably got 15 retirement homes in here that people come down on the weekend or the summertime and all, but about a hundred of them are working class people. Yeah, I was there. It's nice. You got it set up nice. You just need to tow that damn Firebird of Bandits out of there. <laughs> we call codes on you. That's true. Well, poor old Bandit, you know, he, he's missing a bone in his shoulder. And, uh, you know, that that's what, that's what happened. And his knee's messed up now. So, you know, poor Bandit, I, you know, he, he got stuck in 1970 and never left. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he told us that just a little while ago. We spoke with him. We had a great conversation with him. He told us that. It was his, uh, what, sexual fantasy was 1970, so I was like, it's yeah, great, man. Yeah, that's him, that's him, you know, and, uh, and he, he's a mess, but I'll tell you, he'll get out here and meet and greet people and take pictures as good as any of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's got a good personality. Everybody, yeah, everybody. Got... Go ahead. I was going to say, everybody I met there, man, so friendly and just, you know, so ready to accept everybody that comes in. I, I was amazed that you could drive in and out of there so easy, and everybody's out there just willing 
uh, just to meet everybody and say hi. Really cool. You guys got a, a good thing going there. Well, that's because we like y'all. We from the south, you know. The south and people are friendly people, and we 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 like people. And uh, you know, they tried to get us got the production company. We had a company out of Atlanta call us and wanted to start doing tours. They were getting calls, and they came up. We met with them, and and uh, they got down to the offer. And the offer was buying a good day maze. They said, "Now you understand, we're gonna put up a gate, not let anybody in." I said, "Oh no, we're not gonna put a gate up. We're gonna let people come in because some of the people that come here." wouldn't give you 50 cents to open the gate to come in. And we right. want it to be open so everybody that wants to come into Myrtle Manor is more than welcome to come in. And so that just squashed that. They said, you you missing the fortune. I said, no, I might be gaining a lot more than I'm losing by not putting up a gate. And uh, yeah, know, we right. might have to do that one day, but I hope we don't. Yeah. Do you get any late-night visitors riding around many times? Yeah, yeah. Last year we had two young ladies came in here on the cab about four o'clock in the morning, started knocking on doors. They 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 were hunting uh, Brock. And, uh, we, we just put them right in jail. You know, they didn't stop it going. I banned the cab company from ever coming in here again. And, and the guy said, I didn't know what they wanted. I said, If you didn't know how they what they wanted, how did you come here? <laughs> and of course, I know the owner of the cab company. He came out and talked to him, and I said, well, Okay, y'all can come on back. But I said, You know, if I have any more trouble. But, you know, in three years, that's really the only problem we had. And those those girls were so drunk, they didn't know where they were. And that cab driver should have never brought them in here. I bet, oh, I bet Brock's mad at you. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. But Marvin was on the ball when he got here. So, you know, he took care of it. And you know, we got down there and, and, and finished it up for him. So, uh, Marvin Marvin does a good job. He's a good security guard. Yeah. Yeah, we got to meet Marvin. That was cool. Yeah. I mean, nice you know, guy. You got to like everybody, you know. Each, each, even though every one of us is different, we we function differently. But yet, when it comes to, you know, being together, we're all together. I mean, we just don't have a lot of problems with one another, and, and that that's the fun part. That's the fun part, you know. And just see, you know, you go to your Facebook page and you see, you know, somebody's there, you know, and and and, and they're talking about us, and 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 we just support each other, and that's what you need. And we go out into public. I mean, we can't go out anywhere without being recognized now. And that's a good thing. Yeah. You yeah. Know, I went up to Bass Pro Shop last night, and we couldn't even shout for taking pictures and signing autographs. And, you know, and I, and I don't mind that. I mean, you know, that, that's a part of what we do. And people that don't want to do that, it's not going to last long, I don't think. But I really enjoy that. I mean, we've dealt with the public all our lives, and, and, and we know what it is to deal with the public. And every now and then you're going to get somebody that's not too nice, and we just smile at them and shake our heads and just say, oh, okay. You know, I got one of these words I use, and I, I just say fabulous or fantastic, and that's a lot of people instead of saying BS, I just say that, you know, <laughs> and let, let it roll on. You know, but so is your daughter? Is your daughter Becky on the show? Yeah. Okay. All right. Becky, Becky's my daughter. She's on the show, and I mean, she's, you know, she's she's probably the main star of the show. She keeps everything going, and I keep aggravating her, and and. Uh, She's going and going and going, and I mean it's just, she's just real. I mean, but she she's a super. She's my daughter, but she's special. Is she single? Well, no, she's married. <laughs> she was married for twenty years, and and uh, you end up getting a divorce. And she met a, a young man here in the park that uh, had always she she moved back home. Uh, I guess in two thousand, uh, she'd been married twenty years, and I'll tell you a quick story about that and explain it that she. She was on the verge of being a national director with Mary Kay, getting a pink Cadillac and all that. Oh, yeah. And her husband says, a woman can't make more money than a man. <laughs> and he just, he just took all her self-esteem away from her, and she finally just ended up leaving him and, uh, oh, after 20-some years. But it was a little bit more than just that. That was kind of the frosting on the cake, right. so to speak. 
Well, I mean, you she know, came, came back and met Curtis here, and they've been married for about five years, I think. Yeah, and he, he's just a super guy, and he works here in the park. He's on the show, and uh, you know, he takes care of her children. And he she helps take care of his children, and you know, it's just one big happy family. Money Mike's wife makes a lot more than him, and he doesn't complain. Yeah, and that's and why do, why do they call me Money Mike? Because my wife has money. There you go. There you go. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, you know, I wish my wife made more than I did, and then one time she did. Yeah, who would be know. mad at that? But you know, you know, yeah, here's I mean, the thing. you know, how stupid can you be? Well, you know, your your wife your wife manages your money anyway, so hell, oh, yeah. I, I let her well, manage my, hers and mine, so I don't worry about. Oh it. yeah, well, my wife says what what's hers and mine, and what's hers is hers, so exactly. I left out all the way around. <laughs> we're all, we're all that way. Goes, but, I, I don't care who I, you are, you're in that boat. Yeah, I've got a great wife. We, we've been married for 62 years. I married her when she was 16 years old and I was 18 years old. And they said it wouldn't work, and we still try to make it work. Yeah, you, you're, that's breaking the mold because a lot, a lot of marriages that start that young don't last that long, you know. Yeah, well, we loved each other. You know, if you love each other, you make things work out. And, and I probably love her more today than I've ever loved her, you know. And, and right. uh, but that, that's why we got married. I mean, that's what it was all about. And if people would marry for love instead of whatever to get married for this day and time, it would work a lot better. I yeah. agree. I agree totally. I really do. Because me and my wife got married for love, and then when we've been married, uh, we we we've been married. You don't even know how long you've been married. Uh, but, uh, Sixteen years. And our, our daughter's eighteen. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm all right with it. Yeah. Well, it worked. Oh, my wife and I had a, a deal when we right when we first got married. We said we would never go to bed at night if we were angry with one another. And sometimes we sit up all night a couple of times, you know, to get it worked out. But, but you work it out if you want to. Yeah, well, me and my yeah. wife had that same deal, but it, we quit about that, about 10 years into it, I tell you, because I've been, we went to bed mad. You know, sometimes, well, like, you know, I don't think quit. all marriages are made in heaven. No, no, no. I, I think ours was, it's been through hell, I know that. I don't know. It so I don't know. Well, I don't know where it was made, but I know it's where it's been. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, y'all got to get back down here to Myrtle Manor. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we need to, well, you know, uh, Dick got to come down the first time, and then, you know, the next show, we're gonna, next time we get down there, we'll try to bring the whole crew. It'll be great. Yeah, it'll well, be do, cool. We'll do that. We'll make you feel like somebody. <laughs> yeah. We'll take care of you. Yeah, you got to put us, up in the, uh, put us up in the pontoon boat there. Yeah, man. Days. We'll put you in Bandit's houseboat. He calls it a land yacht. <laughs> Nobody's that saying thing it, is pretty right? good, you know. They 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 were using that thing, and and uh, we bought it and brought it in here just for that. Uh, he bought it, snuck it in here on Becky, you know. But but it's it's just a good deal. But there ain't no telling what Bandit to do. I mean, we got some, a couple of idiots. You take Bandit and, <laughs> and Jared, there ain't no telling what they'll come up with. <laughs> and, and, you know, oh, when, when Marvin yeah. brought that horse in here for security, I said that's that's about the biggest thing I've ever seen. I'd have been out of town. Yeah, and he'd never even been on a horse until the day he brought him in here. And I said, "Marvin, what in the world?" Well, you get me hanging with uh, you get me hanging with Bandit, and who was the other one you talking about? Jerry. Jerry. Oh yeah, us three together yeah. probably be a bad combination. Yeah. We might want. Then, then we got little part. Miss Georgia Peach, Miss Miss Amanda. She's just just something else. She she makes this peach jelly, and she got all kind of merchandise, and you know. Oh, cool. But our newest addition, Bellamy Jared and Chelsea's baby, is just so precious. Yeah. You know. Jared and Chelsea actually met when they did a screen test to be on the show. Oh, and wow. We, That's yeah, cool. And we've seen that go from them meeting to now they've got a, a baby that'll be a year old in July, and they've been married for two years. That's awesome. You know? That's and cool. So, you know, there's some good stuff come out of this thing. It really has. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, that's yeah, how often do you hear that? 
Hey, we got a thing we do called the hustling round where we just ask you some questions and you just say whatever pops in your mind. You want to do that with us? Shoot, yeah, let it fly. All right. If you're elected president tomorrow, what's the first thing you would do? I'd get rid of Obamacare. <laughs> Amen, brother. Yeah. All right. What's your favorite vacation spot besides Bandit's Houseboat? My favorite vacation spot is the Big Island of Hawaii, Kona, Hawaii. Oh, yeah. All right. Cool. Sounds good. That's a long way from uh, South Carolina there. That's a it good sure flight. Is. That's it a sure good is. Flight. We've been over there several times. And the thing of it is, it's so much like what Myrtle Beach used to be 20, 30 years ago. And I think that's why I like it. You know, because I can remember Myrtle Beach was a little town and all the policemen knew everybody and they'd stop and say, I'm going to tell your daddy boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But them days are gone. Yeah. Yeah. They just take you in now. What's, oh, yeah. uh, on this, on your show, Myrtle Manor, who's the biggest flirt? The biggest flirt's got to be Amanda. Oh. <laughs> oh. Thought it was Roy. I heard it was Brock. <laughs> well, well Roy, Roy's no slouch at it. He's pretty good. <laughs> you could probably take your pick out of every one of there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm supposed to get a Brazilian from him when I get up there. I can't wait. There you go. Yeah, that's going to be on film. I'm sure it's not going to be a deleted scene. We're going to keep it. <laughs> well, that'd be a good thing to do. I tell you, Roy's a super guy. What yeah. about your favorite drink? My favorite drink is Pepsi Cola. All right. Oh yeah, cool. Call. I do not. I do not drink alcohol at all, or do I smoke? All right. All right. If you're stranded on a deserted island, you have to pick one castmate from Myrtle Manor to be with you. Who would you pick? My wife. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good answer. Yeah, Yeah, that's the only one I expected right there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. All right. What about your favorite Kardashian? I guess it'd have to be Kim. Uh, everybody's saying Kim. We yeah. always say Bruce. Bro. Yeah, it's always Bruce Dinner because Bruce yeah, Kardashian. Be a, he's no be the, about Bruce, is it? Uh, no, well, Bruce is going to be the hottest one before long. <laughs> I'm probably right. Uh, he's working on it. Uh, All right. Boy. If you could pick any person to star in a motion picture with you, who would you pick? Any person to star in a motion picture with me, who would it be? Bandit picked Bruce Willis. I like Willis. Larry the Cable Guy. Oh, Larry the Cable oh, Guy. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Bandit picked Bruce Willis. He said he? Yeah, he <laughs> said their styles were a lot alike. He said it would be, what, it would be Bru- be Bruno good, and Bandit. He, he renamed him, of course. He named him Bruno. I don't know why he would take the Bruce Willis. Oh, my He's, Lord. <laughs> he renamed him Bruno. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Your favorite thing to do to relax? The favorite thing that I do to relax is I enjoy reading. All right. And, and I like to read autobiographies. And uh, you know, and, and just just sit back and just get in a book and just get lost. Yeah. But I don't get to do that very often anymore. Yeah, it's not like you're busy. You're busy. Uh, I, I had some surgery back in January, and I read two books in a month. And I used to read a, a two books a month, you know, every month. You know, and uh, then I used to when I traveled, I had it all on audio, and I'd listen to them. I drive about a hundred thousand miles a year, and I'd listen to audio books, you know, all the time. It's good motivational stuff, and you know I, I think what's wrong with the world today is we don't reach out to listen to other people and other things. And you know, there's some great books out there that if people read them, you could benefit from them. Yeah, so, everybody reach out and listen to our show. Yes, that's what we do. We, we provide a service. People already know how to do mass punch buttons, you know, on yeah. the telephone. <laughs> well, see, we we provide a service where people like truckers and stuff when they're on the road. You know, they can just they can listen to our show when they get out of the truck. They can pause it. They get back in. They can listen to. Like this interview here, you know, they, you can listen to it 
you know, whenever oh, you that's want. Great. Yeah, that's how that's how this show works. You can listen to it whenever oh, you want okay. on the internet. Yeah, it's great. Or you can I got, not listen I've, to I've it. been looking at your stuff. I got to get into it more because what I've looked at, I really like. All right, thanks, man. Yeah, we appreciate it. You know, we're working hard trying to get it going, and you know, people like you, you know, and and giving back. It's like that. You know, you give back to your community, and we we try to you know uh, give back to our community by you know expressing uh, what's going on in our community and what's uh you know who's well, doing, who's I, doing what and who's coming here and this and that. Yeah. I learned early in life that two kind of people in the world, givers and takers. And, you know, just leave them takers alone because all they do is take you. But if you find somebody <laughs> willing to give and willing to share, both of you are game. Yep, exactly right. Hey, who who on the show, Myrtle Manor, who makes you laugh the most? I would have to say Becky because okay. I know her so well. And sometimes she tries to play so straight. <laughs> and, and, and she can't tell a lie. You know, I can walk up to her and, and you know, I start talking and she starts smiling. And I know she's... She's lying. But, <laughs> but I like lying. Peggy, too. Peggy's a hoot. Peggy's been here 42 years, really, in the park. And uh, it's just watching her and just sit back and laugh. But, but you know, I, I can laugh at all of them. I mean, you know, I sit back and it's just amazing to see how they do it. And it's more just natural. I mean, you know, the thing, you know, people ask us every day, is the show scripted? Well, if it is, I've never seen one. You know, and uh, and, and we, and we finished the third season. And it's just natural, you know, and, and a lot of times we'll be ending something. Let's, well, let's try something different to make it look better right, right at the end of something. And uh, so probably 20% of it we, we kind of tinker with a little bit, and the rest of it's probably just like it is. Yeah. You know, and, and that's what makes it good, you know. And, and, and I'll sit down and watch the, the shows and watch them over and over, and every time I watch them again, I'll pick up something else I missed. <laughs> and and that just that just makes it good. I mean, we got some good people in our production company, Jupiter Entertainment. There's none no better out there. And and Matt Sprouse, the guy that came knocking on our door. I mean, he's become a family friend. All right. That's awesome. You know, it's and, great. And that's that's what makes them good. Then you got TLC in it and, and Harvey Weinstein Company. I mean, you can't get any better than those people. Yeah. No, that's they're 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 uh, they're top notch professional. It's glad oh, it's, yeah. it's good to hear they're working so well with y'all to, to keep everything going good and uh and to keep your southern charm. You know, we're from Nashville, you know what I'm saying? And we, we know what southern charm is and what it's like to, to talk to people. Yet no one recognizes us because you know they don't see us. Because <laughs> we're right, right. Yeah, you know, we're on the radio, <laughs> hear, but hear your voice. Eh? They hear our voice, but you know, we are we do put our pictures out, you know what I mean? And and and, and everybody hates them, but we still put them yeah, out. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. oh, no. we're not pretty, it you know what I'm saying? We 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 didn't have to. We don't do screen tests because there's a reason for it. <laughs> there you go. What about if Myrtle Manor was like the Survivor TV show and you had to vote one person off to leave the trailer park? Who would you vote off? Bandit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they they asked me somebody last year said, "Who's the worst tenant you've ever had?" And I said, "Bandit." They said, "No, really." I said, "Really, Bandit's absolutely the worst tenant that we ever had." Let me, the, the way Bandit got on the show, he was really being evicted. <laughs> and they came to us and said, can we film it? I said, well, if you want to pay what he owes, you can film it. Said, okay. <laughs> so, that's how Bandit got on the show. I mean, it was a true eviction. Oh, oh shit. shit. He said he said they came over there uh, listening to his band. Yeah. No, well, he's lying. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he was smiling. Oh, boy. He's the only girls. person that we have a no trespass thing against. So now, he's, now, since the first season, Bandit's mom has died. And he's really done some changing in a good way. But but he's changed from where he was at the, on season one. But he's still bad. You know, some things, you know, the more it changes, the more it stays the same. Right, yeah. <laughs> 
But but uh, but he's what? absolutely the worst tenant we've ever had in forty some years. <laughs> you know, uh, is it his singing or what? Well, we love the no, new dirt up here. No, You know, he always complained. You know, uh, <laughs> he had roaches, he had mold, he had leaks, he had drafts, he had. He didn't like the carpet. He didn't like the walls. The bathtub didn't work right. I mean, you know, every day there was some kind of complaint. Well, didn't he own his trailer? No, we was renting that one to him before we quit renting them. <laughs> Damn, you know, man. the reason we don't rent anymore. That's <laughs> a prima donna. Yeah, I was wanting to move there. <laughs> yeah. Well, we can hook you up and then put you in a house. I no, I want, to, I want to rent the boat. But I want to be able to take it out on the ocean and bring it back at night. <laughs> I don't believe you'd want to take that one out of the ocean. It's got holes in them pontoons. <laughs> oh. We can put Mike and Bandit's firebird. Yeah, we could, we, we could put some duct tape on. You know, duct tape to fix anything. <laughs> what, about the, uh, what about the cast member that's most likely to get arrested in the future? Uh, the cast member most likely to get arrested in the future. I would probably say it would be Brock. Because <laughs> oh. he works in the bar and he's a bartender, you know how fights when get started in bars and all. Yeah, but Brock's a good Brock's a good guy. Yeah, Brock's he is. I met him. He was cool. That was a good time down there. Yeah. You know what? Forrest is is the cast members. We got some really good cast members. I mean, they they've got you know they they do their thing, but when it gets down to being serious, they're good people. They're good people. I'd be surprised. You know, you mentioned earlier about the people locked up just like Amanda. When, when she had that record, she'd been drinking. That was the only ticket she's ever had in her whole life. Well, you know, they made they, they ended up, after they checked the record and everything, doing away with all that. explains the whole thing. Oh, that's cool. Oh, of that course, you know. It's just, they, you know, they sensationalized it, of course, you know, because it's TV. Yeah, you yeah, you, you yeah. got to do that, you know I mean? But, and we all, you know, everybody, everybody out there knows that, you know, every t- every now and then somebody makes a mistake, especially this day and age when we're we're we're, we're heavily policed. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah, so you, have, you, have to, you can get, you can get but in trouble. When you get be, be a star like her, everybody wants to buy you a drink, and she'll take them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't wait till I'm a star like her. Be driving, and, and I don't think she she has since then. I mean, that was a an awakening to her. Of course. And, and Amanda's a good person. Yeah, she, she was cool. Really and that was just one. You know, all of us have got things we don't want to talk about. Some of us got caught, and some of us didn't. <laughs> right. I always got caught. Yeah, you always yeah. got caught. What's your favorite podcast out of Nashville? Yeah, Straight Hate, Straight Hustle is the best one. I mean, you know, there ain't no two ways about it. I mean, <laughs> I, I got to meet you, and, and I, I like the way you act. I like what you do. I've, I've seen some of your interviews, and they're very good. And uh, y'all going places. I mean, you hang in there and keep going. Yeah, thanks for wearing our shirt on the set, too. That was cool. Yeah, Send a picture yeah well, there. well, I got it. And said it's, it's been all over the world. Yeah. And, uh, somebody, somebody wanted to know how to get one, I told them to go to your Facebook page. All right, yeah. Yeah, yeah we appreciate yeah. it. You know, we, we're we trying hard. We are hustling. I mean, that's our logo. We're not kidding. We, You know, and we, we appreciate uh, anybody giving us a shout-out. And we hope, we hope we're helping your show by, you know, getting some of our listeners to hearing it that might not have ever heard of it, but I doubt. You know what I mean? Because. You're all over the place. You're all over the place. But, you know, some people, you know, don't know what, if they don't know what Myrtle Manor is, then uh, they can find out on our show, you know, and it's great. Yeah, that's one of the things. We came back and we actually uh, went to some, uh, went to a show when we got back here and was talking to some people. Yeah, Yeah, I went to Dave Chappelle and met uh, met a bunch of people. They're like, oh, yeah, Myrtle Manor. These people were from Wisconsin. They were from Wisconsin. (laughs) Yeah, they were from Wisconsin. Well, you know, you make a, a real valid point. If people would just work together and try to help one another, look what we could accomplish. Instead of being, you know, I want to be the star and you're nobody. 
or something, you know. But but I'm willing. I mean, you can tell by this interview, I'm willing to help anybody at any time, anything that when they're trying to do what's right. Exactly. You know, uh, and y'all definitely trying to do what's right. There's no question about that. So if you ever get a, we'd all, we'd all be better off. You're right on that. If you ever get Mike down there staying, that would be your first eviction. So yeah. that would be. <laughs> but you're gonna well, don't come on. But you'll evict me on principle, and that's okay. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, evict me because he ain't paying on that work. money. All, All right, right, Cecil. Man, I appreciate it, and uh, we hope to talk to you. We hope to talk to you again soon once season four starts. Y'all keep in touch and let us know how that goes, and uh, and uh, we're gonna tune in to see what happens to the swimming pool. Yeah, I want to know. There you go. <laughs> I wanted to. Oh man, I appreciate. It. Thanks for calling. All right, thank you very much, Cecil. Bye. All right, take All right. care. Bye. All right, that's the show, Cecil from Welcome to Myrtle Manor. Sorry for all the crazy shit Mike might have shit his pants. I don't know what happened. It's not looking to a good. That's closer to a queef. Here's a little poop. <laughs> hey, what about old Cecil's brother or uncle, was it, that bought that uh, 12 acres for 318 Hey, Cecil, tell your brother I'll double his money right now. If you were listening to the show, he said it was his dad. His, yeah. dad, his dad bought the first six acres. His uncle bought the next 12. But you know uh, what? I want to go what back. his brother. I no, I want to go back and trade that block back. <laughs> I want that block back on the, <laughs> on the strip. You need to change your pants. You hey, hey, look. I got my man pawn on. It's okay. <laughs> oh, shit. So y'all be looking out for the next few shows of Welcome to Myrtle Manor Thursday night, 10 o'clock Eastern. Check it out. Crazy shit. Oh, I need to wipe. Oh, man. <laughs> That's nasty. Straight Hustling Studio does have a restroom, folks. By the way, Money Mike just has not found it. <laughs> I, I couldn't get there in time, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> Stay away from the Taco Bell, man. Oh, hey, y'all be sure you check out our website. It's www.straighthustling.com. S-T-R, the number eight, hustling.com. We are not straight eight. It's straight Hustling.com. Right, right on the wall here. Do looks up every time he reads it. It's written right on the wall in invisible ink. Only, only Stu can see it. <laughs> Please go on the site and buy some shirts so Mike can change some pants. Yes, and, I need to buy new pants now. So, Mama needs a new pair of shoes. Come on, hey, buy, buy some shirts, people. We know you are digging us on this iTunes feed. Be sure you leave some comments after you download one so that, uh, we'll know what you got going on. Uh, be sure to leave some comments on our uh, website. And, uh, you know, we're out there hitting it hard, guys. Be sure you let us know what's going on. Share yeah, go out there and look at our uh, upcoming guests. And if there's any questions you want to leave for them, you can go to the tab there and leave any questions you'd like uh, for us to ask for the guests we got coming yeah. up. And, and would you, you, all of you have to make sure you better get your freaking hustle on. Hey. You ain't hustling, you ain't living. Hey. Hey. Double D. Hey. What about hey, hey, those hey. picks you got out there now? Tell, tell the people they can see some of the cool oh, shit. Oh, yeah, there. yeah. We got a lot of pictures out there from uh, from our uh, NRA trip convention. to Myrtle Manor, also our NRA, NRA convention. So go out there and look at all the different pictures. We are uh, hanging with Donald Trump, Oliver North. Who else are we with? Ted, Ted, Ted and his wife. 
Yeah, yeah. cool stuff. Wife, uh, Bob Sapp. We've, we've got all kinds of pictures of uh, Randy Couture. Yeah, we yeah. have been, been meeting a lot of people. So go out there and check out our pictures and uh, oh, and, and leave any comments you'd like. Big love to uh, Tony the Hulk Johnson Jr. Our our uh, te- our, our fire that he was on uh, Bellator one thirty six kicked a uh, homeboy's ass. Yeah, man. And, yeah, uh, that's right. And he had straight cut hustling uh, written right across the shorts. It was beautiful, especially since he held the man down the whole fight. Yeah, he controlled that fight. Control- the man. Like, I couldn't even do anything. He couldn't do nothing. There you go. Tony Johnson Jr. Check him out. He's going to be the next Bellator champion. Yeah, he's a big, big, mean man. I can't wait to see him kick everybody's butt. All right. If you ain't hustling, you ain't living, Mike's going to shit. We're out. Oh, yeah. I got it. White. And we going to ride this trailer park.